Welcome to Just Julie. I am Julie, and I want you to know how thankful I am that you chose to join me today. And now, here is today's episode. Today's podcast is with Dr. John Weaver. Join me for this exciting conversation as we listen to him describe his second year now as president of Florida College. You'll enjoy this podcast. Hello, Dr. Weaver, and welcome to Just Julie podcast. Hi, Julie. John Weaver here. Yes, yes. It is so nice to have you with us today, and I'm excited to hear the story not only the history of Florida College, but the fact what you're bringing to it with that history as well. And so first things first, tell me how hot is it there? (laughs) It's a balmy 60 degrees here, I think, today. It's a beautiful day in Florida. Winter is the time to come to Tampa, I tell you. We really love it here this time of year. Students go go back home from Tampa where Florida College is, and, and they oftentimes bemoan it because they're heading up north to where it's, you know, it's nice and chilly and, and icy. But I love coming back to Tampa whenever I'm traveling because you're always coming back to the beautiful weather of Florida. Absolutely. It is beautiful weather and you're right. This time of year on through about the end of February, March, it is fabulous. So you are the sixth president of Florida College. Is that correct? That's right. Lucky number six. Lucky number six. Okay. (laughs) And what I find fascinating about the history of Florida College is that the beginning of it, as far as opening the access to it as a college, was in 1946, I believe. Correct. Yes. And you have a family member that was a president of this school as well. Is that correct? That's correct. Second president of Florida College, uh, James R. Cope, is my grandfather. Yes. Yes. And his time there as president was fascinating. I mean, how many years? It looks like it might have been 33, as I recall. 33 years. Yeah. Fascinating. I remember him well. He was in my my home, my parents' home many times as a little girl. I remember him and have fond, fond memories of him. You know, he was someone who was here and, and really upheld the principles of the school. And I know I hope we get a chance to talk about some of that. But I, I came and visited him during Christmas oftentimes this time of year. So this time rolls around and that makes me remember fondly times where I traveled down from Arkansas where I lived and, and was able to visit with him. Yes. He had this piece of him that was so endearing to people. Even when he was preaching, when I would listen to him, I felt like I was the only one sitting there. We were having this just, you know, conversation. He was fascinating. He was very engaging, and he needed to be because he was famous for preaching long. You know, he would, <laughs> back in those days, to have an hour, hour and a half sermon was was not uncommon, but he was notable for going even beyond that. The stories told one time here locally of where he was preaching, and they were recording it with a reel-to-reel tape. and. A member of the audience uh, saw him looking down at the tape repeatedly, and, and the member of the audience thought, he's trying to out-preach that tape. 
And that's the kind of reputation he had, but he was very engaging. And, and part of it was just a convicted man who, you know, spoke from his heart and wanted to uphold the principles of Christian education. I admire that. Deep. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So you step into this role in this year, 2023, correct? Last year, actually. It was Last my year. second year. So yeah, I'm, I'm in 18 months. And so I made it through the first year. I think a few people lost a bet on that one. So I made it through the first year and into the second, but enjoying it immensely. Okay. Well, that, so what is, what is the role? You know, when we think of being president of a college of, in this kind of setting, you know, my mind goes all kinds of places trying to think <laughs> how in the world do you take that on? So what is your role? <laughs> Well, it is a position like many occupations that depends on who's in it. Huh. Uh, it takes on different dimensions and also the nature of the school. You know, the, the president of a major research university is different than the, the president of a, a small Christian liberal arts college. There's just different, there's different aspects to it. I, I think the, the president at, at, at FC, I think is primarily someone who I think of as kind of what I, I use the phrase an illuminator, someone who's trying to bring light to people about what the college is about and then also to understand where people are in their lives in their families in their communities so that the college can speak into that and so i, I often am going across the country trying to gain insight yeah. into a parent's lives into kids lives and then also to try to shed light on what the college is doing and so it's a wonderful opportunity to be able to share the story of what Florida College is about, but also to learn people's needs because culture changes. And what the yes. college is now in 2023 is in some ways exactly the same as it was in 1946, as you mentioned, we started. But it, it's also changed quite a bit because the world has changed. So I'm trying to gain insight into that. So it's a networking I, I, a job where I try to build connections for the school, and I, I love it. It's a, it's a great opportunity to meet people, and I'm, I'm very interested in people's lives and, and hearing their stories and helping them be stewards of the gifts God has given them. And so a lot of what I do is say, hey, here's ways that we can work together for shared goals. That's a fun, great fun thing to do. That is, that's something else. I mean, because, Jeff, you have a huge network of people coming from all kinds of backgrounds and thoughts and trying to work with all of that, well, that requires a lot of mastery. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I tell you, it does expand your network a lot, being able yeah. to meet people. And and I would just say, you know, for people who are, are listening and wondering what a day in the life is, it's, it really is a matter of trying to meet new people and to maintain a sense of people's stories and their lives. I mean, I, you know, I meet new people all the time, but really the great joy is being able to track along with them uh, through their lives. And so I oftentimes will say, you know, part of one of the greatest challenges of my job is, is keeping touch with people and maintaining a sense of where they're at, whether they're uh, parents or students, alumni, or, or maybe contributors to the college. And I find myself oftentimes thinking about someone across the country, or across the world and where they're at and try to connect them to the school. That's a, that's a great fun for me. Yes, yes. And I appreciate the fact that you mentioned about people's stories because we all have one. And in those stories is who we are, where we've been, our hopes for the future. And I appreciate the fact that you're willing to recognize that 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, and, you know, the, the art of kind of being sympathetic to people, you know, I mean, you know, so for example, we are at Florida colleges, a liberal arts college, Christian based of 600 students in Temple Terrace. And so one thing that I do is I'll go across the country to a set of camps that we have in summer camps and then gatherings of our, of our booster club called the Hutchinson Bell and talk to parents of current students uh, and of prospective students and a decision they have to make is, you know, well, do I want my child travel, you know, all the way across the country down to Florida mm -hmm. and to go to this school? And part of what I try to convey to people is in order to maintain what you value most in your life and in the life of your of your children, you oftentimes have to let them go. You've got to let them move in order to maintain. That's the understanding where people are coming from and helping them understand now, the natural transition that comes for a you know 17 18 year old is not one that's easy for especially christian parents to make sometimes because our impulse is to hold on you know the great paradox of the graduating high school student i think is is that at least as it comes to a college and the sort of college that's best for i think an 18 year old you you really have to let go in order to maintain and grow your son or daughter it takes a lot of sympathy <laughs> to be able to talk about that yes. with parents yes. and help them, especially the dads. The, the, we dads have difficulty, especially letting go at yes. times. So yes. uh, that's part yes. of part of what I do. Well, I can remember this very well when our youngest son came to Florida College. And that leaving the campus that day and driving home, do you know how much silence can be held in mm. 10 hours of training? Mm. Hmm. So much silence. Then I, I don't go back to his bedroom for a couple, three days. And it, there was a lot for me to learn. But what I did learn <laughs> is that everybody has a turn. And it was his turn to experience college life, to experience independence, to experience decision making on his own. Yes. And it was really, it was really good for me as a parent. I, I needed I needed to experience that as well. What what role changed your life? I mean, now that you've got a lot of appointments, places to be, but you're seeing things from a new perspective, how has it changed you? Well, there's been a variety of changes in my life. I, mean, I, I am traveling more, and that has affected my life, the life of my family. I travel, you know, almost every week during the course of the semester. And so that's a rhythm of life, which requires a, you know, a, a flexibility and a good deal of discipline or to maintain sanity and all that. But that travel has brought a, a great deal of, of more insight into, I would say, just the nature of Christian life across the country. It gained a lot of insight, I think, into the love and generosity of Christians who are living across the country. And it's actually... The more that I have been in this role, the more hope I have for the future of, of our communities in the country, especially where FC grads exist. Mm -hmm. I just, you know, I, I look, at, I mentioned our, our Hutchinson Bell chapter, that's our booster club and the camps. The more I experience uh, the four corners of the country and, and really even around the globe, we have alumni. I have grown in my hope for many of our communities, the degree of intentionality and generosity that exists among Christians. I mean, we oftentimes, there's reasons to grow despondent and discouraged in the world. I understand that, but I love being able to travel because I'm going to people whom are, 
uh, supporters of the college or potential supporters. And that's really just uh, created a great deal of, of hopefulness and joy in me. And I, I say that has been a big change in the sense that the more I've gotten out and seen alumni and FC grads, it has encouraged me. And so I've not always had that. I think the other thing, too, is a sense of responsibility for our young people growing up and, and both maintaining their faith, but also finding businesses and families where they can serve God. That sense of responsibility, I, I feel that. And that's uh, something that's relatively new in my okay. life. And so that's a big, that's a big, a big change. And so it causes me to think more broadly about uh, our, the brotherhood and mm -hmm. the ways in which we are, are growing or not growing. And so that's been a, that's been a change for me. And, and um, the other thing I would just say is it's been a change in the sense that my responsibility for, for caring for our staff, our faculty here at the college has changed. And it's, it's allowed me to get to know all of our staff at the college. I was the academic dean before I came president and okay. was really more focused on the faculty. And so now I have um, a good de degree of engagement with all of our employees. And that's been a great blessing because it's, it's an amazing community of dedicated people here um, who I just stand in awe of. And so my the biggest change is just being able to give service to them and get to know them better. And that's been a, a great blessing in my life. Sure, absolutely. And and I would think that would be a great way to even look at their lives as well, how the college has impacted them and the culture. I think the culture is very difficult right now. Mm -hmm. I would say it has been for different reasons in the past, but our culture right now is very diverse. A lot of seems to be some anxiety kind of prevails constantly it is refreshing to know that one place still stands in all of this and the mission is still the same and that's a comfort for parents mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. there's a lot of questions that parents are going to have when they make this decision about where is my child going to go to school now in all of that You've had some remarkable changes that have come to the campus. Can you share some of those with us? Well, I mean, when I became president two years ago, my philosophy was to have what I would call a, a tradition innovation in the sense mm -hmm. that we maintain our identity. My predecessor, Buddy Payne, just is just an amazing man. And, and one of my first principles was take all the good that he had done and be sure we build on it, not to sure. change things. And for change's sake. And so, you know, trying to maintain his concern and all of our faculty's concern for the biblical heritage and the conservative values of the college, mm -hmm. uh, maintaining our, our Christian character and trying to maintain a respect for Bible authority and the New Testament pattern in our younger generation. All of those things are things that we're trying to maintain, but the way that you communicate those in culture changes. And so right. we've done that in a variety of ways. So one emphasis that we've really we've brought to the fore is an emphasis on the Christian worldview uh -huh. as, as foundational to a good college education. And, and by that, I mean, you know, I think that there was a time when our culture, I know there was, our culture was more nominally Christian, where students would come to FC and you could assume a certain degree of understanding of what family values were, what right. one's vocation should be in life. 
even how one should think about one's own identity. And that those things are, as you indicated, you know, in our diverse culture, more up for grabs. And so we've, we've really emphasized a grounding in the Christian worldview. And we do it at the curricular level. All students now, we started this a couple of years ago when I came in, all students now take a course on the Christian worldview when they come in. Mm-hmm. And that, that really, I would say, level sets all of our students. Some come from very strong Christian families but haven't learned everything they should. Some don't have much of a Christian background at all. And so mm-hmm. level set, that's one thing. So just making sure that we have that foundational set of values when they come in. And then, you know, we have reemphasized the value of a liberal arts college, the, the breadth of classical learning in communication skills and in reading in literature and the arts, we've emphasized that, especially the interdisciplinary nature of that through the honors program. We have we brought in a new honors program here, and, and our faculty is doing a great job of emphasizing, you know, that we want students that are broadly educated. But I think probably the, the biggest change in recent years, which I've tried to support, is a focus upon a new programs that are geared towards a Christian occupations. That is to okay. say, areas of a professional a vocation that are infused with a, a Christian worldview and Christian values. And so we've, over the past two years, three years, have started, uh, I think it's like almost 10 new programs, including nursing, kinesiology, marketing, finance, psychology, biology. Right now we're looking at an engineering program. So these have been, the, this focus upon vocations for Christian living and impact on the world, that's been a real focus of mine. Mm-hmm. And we've had just great response to that of, parents wanting the FC experience in terms of, of conservative Christian values, character formation, in a, you know, really in a safe environment, a fun environment, but a safe environment, but a corresponding emphasis upon the, the outcomes of education for, you know, being able to have a, a livelihood that supports, you know, godliness, but also right. family. Yes. And so that's been a real key for us, and those are emphases of mine. And there are other things, but I'd say those have kind of been some primary focuses of my tenure so far. Yes, and I, as a nurse myself, for over 40 years in nursing, that was a program that I wished had been there. It wasn't 40 years ago, but when I realized it was coming to the campus and the people involved in getting that started, I was thrilled because it is an absolutely wonderful program. That you it really is. Them. We really is. We have we have amazing faculty yes. who really, as they teach cutting edge nursing skills, they're doing it with ancient wisdom, modeling Christ-like behavior in their lives and in their language, in their own priorities. Most of our nursing faculty are, are women whom have balance their family commitments with yeah. their vocational skills and aspirations. And it's, it's, just, it's just so virtuous yeah. to see the lives they've lived. And I love that our young men and women are able to, to see that and grow up and, and be educated by that. Absolutely. And that you offer it there for them. It's, it's just been wonderful. I'm so glad that is there. Now, you've got an enrollment this year of 600, the most ever, Yes. So in the two years that you've been there, was that a goal that you were hoping to meet? And what are some future goals that you have, not only Florida College, but yourself as well? Oh, thank you. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're, we're looking to grow the enrollment at a moderate level. Our focus is maintaining our mission. And at the root of that mission is, you know, maintaining an integration of our students' education with God's word. Mm-hmm. 
And that is our focus. And so what I have found, I'm a church historian by training, and if you look at the history of colleges that are like Florida College, we're unique in many ways, but there are, there's a certain type of Christian college that you can look at going back in the country to you know the Harvards and Yales of this country. Mm-hmm. The, the thing that often happens is, is schools become victims of their own success. They realize that they can grow and expand because there's demand for you know a, a rigorous character-based education. At the college, we could easily expand much larger than we are, but in order to maintain the type of facts we want, these are New Testament Christians who focus their lives on worship of God according to the biblical pattern and, and who seek to you know have conservative Christian values. If we're going to have a faculty composed of those type of men and women, we need to maintain a relatively small size. And so we're looking to grow up. Right now, we're looking to, to have, we have certain numbers in mind, and certainly the current growth is part of that. But it's really principled growth to be able to get to a point to where we can have the greatest impact with the mission that we have, you know. And so we're not going to outgrow our mission. And I think that's one lesson of history is that so many schools have done that. So you'll forever see it, I think, as long as I'm here at least, maintaining that focused upon what is really the disciplines of the, of the biblical life. Uh, at the mm-hmm. college. And that, that comes at, at some cost in terms of the size of the school. Sure. You know, for example, a lot of our sister schools, schools out there that are similar to us, do, do a lot of graduate programs. And in my experience, that sort of thing is, is not what's best for a Florida college because it, it can often take you away from the type of faculty that are best suited to mm-hmm. the education we provide here for a variety of reasons. Sure. Uh, but yeah, so th- those goals, those, we do want to, to grow. And I've, I've indicated to you, you know, we're looking to be able to grow into STEM disciplines that provide not only relevant skills for an increasingly technological world for our men and women, but also candidly provide incomes to where especially our young men can go out and, and be single income, you know, breadwinners and support a family where maybe the, the mom is able to, you know, stay at home for a, a longer period of time. We think about those things here and, and kind of inculcate those kind of values. And it's so counterculture. And to hear myself say it, <laughs> I know it, it sounds so foreign in our world, but uh-huh. but we really, we really do believe there is a biblical model for the family there. And as we think about disciplines that we teach, we want to be able to support Christian discipleship. I often say that, you know, the Florida College is higher education for deeper discipleship. Mm-hmm. And that involves, you know, how you think about how you raise a family and how you support a family. I would say the other kind of major goal that we have here is trying to concentrate us on our kingdom work. And by that, I mean our service to God in the world you know, especially, you know, inspiring evangelism and benevolence uh, among our individual Christians. And so, you know, we really are trying to to focus our, our students on the ways that they can share the gospel and live the gospel in their own life. And at the same time, distinguish those individual responsibilities from the responsibility of the, of the church community, which I do believe is different, you know, in, in the type of service and, and a benevolence that's done. So these are so important. It's so hard in this world to convey those things. And so at Florida College, we're really focused upon both, you know, articulating those things and concentrating our students on kingdom work in that way. So that's a, that's a real focus for us going forward. Yes, yes. And, and kingdom work, there's a lot to that that I think sometimes we miss. And when you have such a different collection of people coming to the campus, 
kingdom work has not always been spoken in a way that says we can all be involved in kingdom work. And it's not as big sometimes as we think it's supposed to be. It can be as much as a conversation with someone who doesn't know anything about Jesus, but that's kingdom work as well. And so that's what I love about what is happening at Florida College. When you think of a school like this, whose mission is driven by biblical principles and unafraid of how that's going to look. That's something that's really important to every parent. And I'm so thankful that you are in the role you were in. And I wish you all of the best in your success as you lead this school in a time that is very difficult. So, Julie, I'm so yeah. grateful for that. Grateful for you, you inviting me to join you here. And, and I would just welcome anybody to who wants to know more about Florida College to come to our website, floridacollege.edu. And I'm happy to answer any questions they might have. Look me up and, and uh, be look, just love to have a conversation. That sounds great. Thank you so much for joining me today. And to my audience, thank you. And remember to be kind. This podcast is brought to you by The Still Waters. The Still Waters is a service to provide counseling when you don't know what to do or how to make it through those difficult days. Buried beneath a lifetime of heartache and broken, sometimes help is needed to find the real you, the genuine you, created by God. Through the still waters, you can find the life tools that lead to peace and healing and happiness. Go to the website, stillwaterslife.com, and take the first step toward rising above and finding a better life, stillwaterslife.com. Visit the website today, stillwaterslife.com.